And we are live. Here we are. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are back with another episode of The Authority Project. My name is Brian S. Arnold, and I'm your host today. And we are here to get you started with a new topic in The Authority Project. We're here to help you as the project to put authority onto your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And I have my new friends here. Chelsea, let me get the, let me get the last name. Uh, let me get the, it's, Chel, it's Chelsea Roth. It's Stephanie Rolf. Leftbridge. Ralph. Yeah. It's Stephanie <laughs> Lef, Leftbridge. Yes. Yeah. Leftbridge, Hi. Right? Or Hello. Leftbridge and Chelsea Roth. Yeah. <laughs> They're here to help us. They say, here's what they're saying they're going to do for us today. They're showing us how to host a virtual event. And by doing so, you can launch your own business. Is that correct? Can you show that, show that to us today? Yes, that is correct. Awesome. We well, have helped so many people launch their business through event planning that we feel okay. we can help anybody. Yeah, exactly. Well, awesome. Well, we shall, we shall see. <laughs> we shall see on this episode of The Authority Project. All right, we are back. You're back from the intro. I got my sip of water and we're good to go here. So first of all, let's, let's start with my first question. I ask all my guests here. Can you tell us first of all who you are personally and then professionally? Yeah, yeah Stephanie, so, you want to start? Yeah, so <laughs> my name is Stephanie. And uh, personally, I have a two-year-old daughter. And she's my inspiration for everything and for starting a business because I want to grow the life that I want and to be able to support her. So everything I do is for her and I'm very excited. Professionally, I'm an event planner. Uh, between Chelsea and I, we have over experience over 400, running over 400 events in the past four years. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And for me, so my name is Chelsea. Um, I have worked with Stephanie for the past Four years and over the last year she she inspired me by her wanting to start a business and reach out on her own and create the dream life that I was like I want to do that so I partnered with Steph and here we are so great let me just let me just go into this now because I, I, I see you know I kind of I kind of went through your through your profile there um, um, and I saw the camaraderie of you two yeah, you know, like best buds, a good friendship, a good partnership, right? I mean, Steph didn't want to go on without Chelsea, I do believe. That's, I think that's what it, what happened here. Yeah, <laughs> you guys just so close, right? So, yeah. is yeah. it easier with a partner by doing? Let me just the first question: easier with a partner by doing these virtual events than than a solo? Because I just feel like it's a, a big undertaking. Anyone can experience that. It is so. I mean, it's we love having a partnership because it's someone to bounce ideas off of. And we also have different strengths. So mm -hmm. we, we're we a very, very good balance. Now, we know that isn't the case for everybody, but for us, it works perfectly. And I couldn't ask for a better partner to work with. Yeah, but it, especially with running events, it's a lot. And it it does take a lot on a person. So having another person to work with it, it does help, but at the same time, anybody can do it on their own. And that's what we like to help people with because there's so many new companies that are starting on their own and it, and it is possible and we'll help them. 
Awesome. Anything else to add to that, Stephanie? At all? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say too, because you don't necessarily need a partnership for us. It's worked out really well. I feel like we've been able to grow, expand, bounce ideas off of each other. But if you don't have a partnership, you don't need that in order to get the success and to get the goals and everything that you're looking for. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So let's, let's go back to the backstory here. Uh, you can guys can start wherever you want. So how did you two figure out that virtual events was the way to go for both of you when you got started with this? Yeah. So I originally started when I was on maternity leave. I started out as a virtual assistant because at first I just wanted to make a little bit of extra money while on maternity leave. But the more I did it, the more I became passionate about it. And when I returned back to my full-time corporate job, that's where Chelsea and I know each other from. I was struggling because I couldn't manage my business on the side, plus a full-time job, plus full-time mom. So I went to Chelsea came to me. She's like, I can help. I can help. I can do anything you want. And then um, she instantly (laughs) helped me. I'm like, yes, I can, I need the help. So um, that's when we started out as virtual assistants and um, we grew very, very, very quickly. And then our background is event planning. So it made sense to combine the two things that we're passionate about. We're passionate about event planning and being online and being virtual. So we combine the two and we noticed um, that that's what clients and that's what people, especially since COVID has hit, that's what people are looking for. And that's our strength and our passion. Yeah. So Steph and I worked at a corporate job together. So we were in the same department, but we had separate jobs and we had different focuses, but both around event planning. So Steph it was more like the cultural activity. So she helped plan like the world's, not the world, Canada's, one of Canada's largest proms. Um, And she's done so many amazing events like that. And then my focus was more on fundraisers. So we worked together, but separately, but we still use each other to help get each other's events going. So we learned that we work very well together. So then when we started to the VA side and with COVID, people needed help with uh, event planning. We're like, we can do this. This is no problem for us. And it just, it brought back that excitement. We love one, helping businesses and we love helping uh, get businesses launched in a very creative way. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So let me dive into that because is your target market based on your on your background is it is it corporate business or is it something that you can you can have other clients who are just like digital regular digital marketers or business professionals can do what what is that because it's your target market and what you got what you guys are focusing on so we have uh experience with both so since covid it's been a lot of new businesses wanting to launch especially since covid um we've had people that don't They've had like a small shop maybe, or they've had, and they had to go virtual and they don't know how or what to do. So, um, but we have worked with um, some bigger corporations and bigger people as well. But I feel like for now, like we're very passionate about helping uh, people and um, help, especially now in these hard times, we want to help people launch their business virtual. Yeah. And right now, like Steph said, we really started launching the event planning through COVID and we have had more of a focus on the new businesses. So those people that are, maybe they got laid off, they are trying to get some type of income and they just needed somewhere to start. So that's, that has really been our focus over the past few months. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start now too. Those are the light questions. 
So <laughs> perfect. perfect. So here, so here, here's my challenge for people mm-hmm. who uh, maybe not corporate, may not have all the money involved, mm-hmm. and may not have like a list to start with. Um, do you need a list? Do you need an audience? Do you need a following to start these things? No. Um, that's the concern of most people that might be watching here about building their authority because, you know, that's what they want to do, but they don't mm-hmm. really have that yet. How does this help them towards that end? So you don't need a list. You don't need, um, you don't need to have any of those things in order to launch and build your business the way you want. You can still have all your goals and your dreams and you don't necessarily need that list that everybody thinks that they need. And we've helped so many people um, that that started from nothing and just through launching an event, they were like, they, one of someone that we knew they were now um, through launching an event, they were now offered to be on a, on a TV show. So there's different connections and everything and building an email list. We help with all that, what happens after the event, how to get revenue, all those things. So you don't necessarily need, you just need the confidence and wanting it. Yeah, exactly. So we actually a lot of our clients, they don't even have a a website, they didn't have anything, they just, they knew what they were passionate about and just wanted more information. So we combined their desire to learn more about their field with launching their own business. So even on our website, we no matter what your budget is, we have the budget sheet. And we also provide people with free options. So say they wanted to try to do it on their own, we have free options available for them. But we have so many people who started with absolutely nothing, not even a business. And now they have over 300 people on their email marketing list. And they have a following on social media, even though they didn't even have any of that before. Okay. This sounds interesting, girls. I, I, I see what you guys are doing. What you guys are doing? <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. I like it so far. I like it so far. It's fun. <laughs> so you're, you're taking away all of my objections. So take us step-by-step step now on how this is done. We're still a little timid. People who are listening right now. You saw people are on, on right now and they're listening. You're still a little timid about this thing though. Um, because, you know, I think a lot of times it just, they're still worried about their following and what yeah. they can bring to the table. So take a step by step how how this works for them and how how an event gets can be can be, can be constructed basically. Yeah. So basically, it always starts with what your goal is. So if you figure out what your end goal is, we can help you get there. So basically. You figure that out. And we've been supporting them by having events where they have guest speakers. So we have been helping our clients find speakers that reflect the company that they want to build and promote online, but also complement what they're selling. So then that way they can use their hosts or their guests to promote their event, which draws in more people. So Um, What we've learned is that when you have a lot of guest speakers, especially when you're starting from nothing, you get people that already have some type of social media following is best because that is really how people are connecting more. Um, Having them on your event, having them promote because it draws those people to you automatically. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's exactly, that's what I was going to say too. So I think having a goal, having a passion, starting out with, well, what passion, what do you like to do? And think about your goals. Do you want to just build connections? Do you want to build a business out of this? Do you want um, to build an email list? What specifically do you want to do? And then from there, um, I think the next step that we, we've noticed, like especially in times like this, is getting speakers, building those connections and having other speakers on uh, your event and then using their list to kind of try and promote and build and together, you know, you can build everything that you're looking for just by launching an event. And uh, to go off of something that Steph said before, we had a client who, again, doesn't have an email list, didn't have anybody on social media, but because she was getting guest speakers and was she was aiming big, she knew who she wanted. And because she was doing an organizing event, she contacted the uh, host of Hoarders, so the TV show Hoarders, mm. and they were so excited, they agreed. But now, because that just went so well, she's flying to LA to be on their show, which is already growing her social media event yeah. so much more. And it's just, it's incredible so the connections you can make by, by doing something like this. Yeah, exactly. And she didn't have a social media following. She didn't have a website before doing all this. And yeah, we're very excited for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds exciting. That sounds very exciting. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so I'm glad you brought about the, your, your implement, implementation of bringing on guests. Mm-hmm. So tell us what kind of guests would be interested in this and what does it do for them? Why, why would they go and do this when that person may not have a following? What, what is really in it for them in, on, on their side when saying, hey, come, come, come here, but what does it do for them at all? I guess my question is that. Yeah, that's so, a great question. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good question. So uh, it can do a lot of things. So as a speaker, it gets them more exposure and uh, builds their email list, gets them more experience. And ultimately, it drives traffic to each individual speaker's website as well. So if you have different speakers that complement each other, then you're using your connections um, to really build each other's businesses. Yeah. So especially, again, just from recently, what we've been doing is we've been telling the guest speakers, like, we will promote all of your social media. We will um, promote your website. We will be priding your bio. And we also tell them that if they want to offer a free gift to the viewers just to have more um more people going to their website, more traffic going directly towards them, it allows them to do that. And also at the end of the segment, they have the opportunity to just promote themselves. And people, especially during crazy times, they want to get their name out there. And any opportunity to get their name spread wherever, people have been jumping on that. And we've also noticed that some of our clients have had guest speakers who also have low social media numbers, but they still bring in a large crowd because they have loyal friends or family that are still supporting them. But then it just helps other businesses. So there's people out there that I've I've never even heard of before, but even just finding the speakers for our clients, it's like, wow, I didn't even know this person existed, but look at the resources they have. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Because that was my my second question. You want because you don't want to bring in a bunch of guests with with no following, though, right? So, so am I mm-hmm. wrong about that? You you want to bring some kind of balance where you can find some high profile speakers coming yeah. through. Is that correct? Exactly. It is a balance. So we've had people who had an event. 
They've had over 20 guest speakers. Over 10 of them had over 10,000 people on their email list. They had over thousands of people on social media, but somehow they only had 200 people register to their event. And on the other end, we've had clients who've had only 10 guest speakers, only maybe three of them have like a hundred people on their email list. They have uh, almost a thousand people on social media, but they brought in almost 500 people registered for their list. So we always encourage people to find the people that like their dream guest speaker, but also it's really important to find people that complement you as a person, because if you're talking to someone on your interview that you're not really connecting with, it doesn't draw the viewers in. So we encourage more finding people that really connect with you and that get excited for this event because then they're also excited to promote it as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I got it. anything else to add to, to that, Stephanie? No, this is exactly what uh, Chelsea said. I feel like, yeah, it's important to get um, those that compliment, uh, compliment you and your business and then together you can grow because what we've noticed is it's not always about the size of their email list or their social media, because sometimes they have other ways that, that they market that you may not know, because you don't always know what their size email list is. But social media, you, like all it takes is a few shares for it to really, really can get really big and get a lot of views. So we've had a lot of success over mostly social media. But you ultimately, you don't necessarily, you just need someone that connects with you because they are the ones that will go above and beyond. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that are excited to be on your event. I love exactly. It. I love it. Okay. So take me into the process of when. <laughs> if say, say somebody comes to you guys today and like, I want to start my summit this weekend. What do you say to them about that, about the scheduling of this thing? we can do it. <laughs> it is possible. It's just making sure that you have to put the work into it. And events aren't easy. We do often say minimum a month, ideally. But I know, Steph, like you planned a full event with a client in like a week, right? Yeah, week, week or two weeks. So yeah, exactly. So it is possible to plan an event within a week or two I've done it and it was really successful he built really really good connections and his core sales after skyrocketed after just because of the event and he had like 300 sales in like 24 48 hours so wow. just by running this event so but so it but I mean just because having an event in two weeks doesn't always mean that's better necessarily because sometimes you can say wait a month but then you might have more people because you need time to promote you need time and you don't want to overwhelm yourself either because you want to it's supposed to be fun too right it is mm -hmm. work but you're supposed to love it at the same time and if you rush and stress over it sometimes just giving a month two months just that little bit of extra time to promote to get your speakers that you really want sometimes that's better than just rushing it exactly. mm -hmm. okay so we have a question that came in uh, I appreciate that. Uh, have the girls noticed some topics to be more popular than others from Marilyn Moore? So, yeah. So <laughs> since COVID, there has I feel like there's been more um, maybe mindset or wanting to help each other. Something to mm. do with helping, especially in times like these. I feel like uh, almost 
more speakers I feel like are willing and wanting to help each other right so Mm -hmm. I feel like there has been a lot of mindset and because you know together we can help make you know less stressful for everybody so I feel like there's been a lot more events on that just because there's been a lot more passion of people wanting to help each other and it's been it's been great and this this is also a tough question because we haven't had the same event twice which is (laughs) the incredible thing about running Mm -hmm. events is that the more unique it is, the easier it is. So for example, we had this one client where when they signed on with us, we're like, they're not, they're going to struggle. How are we going to find people with this? Like their topic was so broad and it was so technical. It was more like a doctor terms. And we're like, how, how are we going to get people to sign up for this? But they had the best luck with finding speakers. They had the best luck with like, not luck, it's strategy and skill that went into it. But they had so many people contacting them because they wanted to do the event. They they were excited. And because it was a different topic that actually wasn't out there. So there are a ton of coaches. There are a ton of people doing events like that too. And sometimes in the coaching market, it is more of a challenge because there's so many people out there and they're also now trying to get their name out there but really as long as you find something that works for you and your event that excites you you can literally have an event on any kind of topic yeah awesome so Marilyn says she knows that too okay so thanks for the question yeah Yeah, thank you (laughs) so here it is sounds great girls Sounds wonderful. Sounds awesome. I I would love to do this. It's fun. Right? You get into there. You get into there. But tell us, I mean, let's let's get real here. Let's Mm -hmm. be honest. And tell us maybe from your own experience what you've seen on the downside, like the problems, the problems that might come might come up when doing an event. Maybe the technical issues, maybe there are speakers speakers who are don't do their share promotion or speakers who you thought they were going to be doing so well, but then it, it, it dived. And then is there a friction from different speakers saying, Hey, what happened to this person? What happened to what I, what I expected wasn't how I expected it to be. So tell us, tell us about what could happen um, that you can kind of like defray that (laughs) those issues. (laughs) (laughs) So the first thing that that comes to my head is uh, with the speakers. So a lot of people think it is easy to get the speaker in a some sense, but at the same time, it can take over like contacting over a hundred speakers in order just to get 20 of them for your event, because you want to find the right speakers for you. Right. So mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like people can get discouraged because, um, because, you know, some people say, Oh, I'm too busy. Um, and I, my advice to that would be to say, uh, for one, on our website, we have uh, we have step by step on how to make your life a little bit easier with that with finding speakers. But two, I feel like don't be discouraged. Just keep going. No matter there always will be problems, but you have to look at why you're doing the event, your goals, because ultimately you can get there. And I feel like it is it is common to have some type of problems, but you can't let that get in the way because. Because I feel like with anything, right? Like you have to keep going, have to keep pushing forward. And at the end of the event, you'll be very excited and look back at and appreciate everything that you've built. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And, and more on the technical end, 
The beauty about running virtual events is that you can pre-record everything. <laughs> so that's what we've been, like some people do prefer the live method, but I know there's been quite a few clients where they've had a lot of anxiety because they didn't know if their uh, speakers were going to commit, if they were going to have some type of technical error. So what we've encouraged them to do is pre-record it. So then that way it's done. They could add some editing if they wanted. And then that way we can upload it. And really, the once the event starts, it runs itself. So if there are technical issues, they're just minor things and we can easily fix them. But that yeah. way, if they're pre-recorded, you get to see what everything's going to look like before it goes live. And you can do final proofread, have people go through and evaluate to make sure that it works well. And then also it's been helping them with content. So a lot of our speakers who pre-recorded have the permission from their guests to also use it for other things in the future. And that because they pre-record it, they have content to work off of for the next few months or however they strategize how they use it. But for the most part, and event planning is, isn't for everybody. But that's why we're there to coach them through. And we have the service where we would also do it for them. If it became overwhelming for them, we would take it on just to help them get through. But as long as you have somebody, I, I noticed from our experience, we just had to have regular meetings to be like, you're doing great. I know it's overwhelming. And like, <laughs> yeah. just give them step-by-step -step instructions because mm -hmm. sometimes it can just be everything at once and it gets overwhelming. So it's exactly. a combination of like, being confident and just proud of everything that you accomplish, but also, again, in my opinion, pre-record stuff and have it set before. And that helps a lot. Yeah, exactly. I feel like sometimes all it takes is like, yeah, have weekly meetings and for us to say, you know what, you're doing a great job. And sometimes that's all it takes. And that's, I feel like, and they mm -hmm. feel more confident say, yeah, I am doing a good job. And sometimes that's all it takes just to motivate them to keep going. Yeah. Awesome. We're, we're going to go a little, little over because I got a couple more questions. Yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> I think we're okay. Um, so, just real quick about the presence of, of being on 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 the top of an event, as far as it may be if you're solo or if you have a partner, how present should you be during this this month or maybe two uh, of building up this event? Should you should it be a daily thing? Should it be three days a week? I mean, you're the face of this thing. So how present do you do you guys suggest that person should be for this particular, particular event? Well, right away, they need to be committed to it. And it does take a lot of time. So we've had people come to us after they've been through this other program. They come to us for support afterwards because they didn't have the support they needed. Mm -hmm. And when they came to us, they were like, really struggling kind of with what to do next but mm. I, I don't know <laughs> I, feel, I feel like yeah I feel like as long as you keep like focus I don't know I feel like it is like some people can do it in like yeah. three days some people I know they've sat at their computer and they made it their priority to find their speaker so they spent full days just making sure they had their speakers and getting that lined up. But it, it can be over the hardest part, especially if you're doing a summit is finding your speakers, connecting with them and having them sign on. So yeah. it, and that can take, we've had it where we've spent 
almost a month and a half finding speakers. And oh. we've had it where we've spent a day and we've had all the speakers they needed after one sitting. So it you need to have the commitment to it because again, we've had people that came to us and by the time they came to us, they were kind of burnt out. They've spent all this money, so they want it to run, but they kind of checked out and they're like, I don't know, I'm over this. But I, then we've had people who are so committed and they're like, yes, let's focus on it. And whatever works to make it make the event go. Yeah. I, feel like everybody, I feel like everybody's so different. And every, yeah. It depends mm-hmm. on like each individual schedule. Like for some people it might work to do a little bit each day, but then others, they just want to, fully focused one day a week. I feel like you have to decide and work based on your schedule because mm-hmm. at the end of the event, you'll be so happy and so proud of everything that you've accomplished because we've seen huge success with running events. We've seen going from nothing and then launching their event and they launch a whole new program and now they have a direction and they have goals and dreams of and they've built it so far. So I feel like when people are thinking of how often do I need to do it? I feel like you need to work it in your schedule with what fits best. If it fits best mm-hmm. doing a little bit each day, do that. If it fits best doing one day and fully focus on, do that too. I feel like either option yeah. is is great as long as it works within your schedule because it depends. Like I'm a mom, so I know it has to work within within my daughter, right? So it, my schedule might look a little bit different than Chelsea's or anybody else's. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to get burnt out doing it either. Mm-hmm. And so if we said you need to sit there one full day and dedicate it to it, that doesn't work for everyone. So right. we want people to be excited and find what works best for them. That's not going to overwhelm them, but will help them get to the end point. Yeah. I'm glad you guys said that because everybody's different. Yeah. That's great. Great stuff. <laughs> great content, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. <laughs> No, thank um, you. Yeah. So, um, why start this medium for building a business? Now, I know we're just, that's that's the main title of this thing: how you can launch your business. Mm-hmm. Why start it? Why start this medium of virtual events over everything else that someone might try? Just because I feel like it outsells their competition. For so there's so many reasons. Because for one, in times like these, it is helpful to run. Um, events virtually and because you need I feel like in times like these it helps running you'll make more money online and running a virtual event is something very unique that we've seen huge success it you think about it it's like a lot I feel like a lot more people should do it because we've seen huge success with it and I feel like it's a little bit different more than just email marketing more than because you know you can put as much time and as you would email marketing and you might get even better results. So I feel like everybody's doing email marketing. Everybody's doing um, all these other ways, but make yourself different. If you want to stand out from your competition, you need to do something different and be willing to put in the time and effort. And I feel like this is the best way. And especially an event like this that we've been promoting more of like having guest speakers. So more of a summit it's been helping people get more networking experience. So now they're on more podcasts or they're writing a guest blog and now they have people writing for theirs. And, and again, they have content. So we've had people who had 21 guest speakers for their event and they do an email marketing campaign where every month they send out updates. So now they have 20 months worth of content that they can release and they have more connections and there's just, Again, we had the one person who didn't have too many people come to their event, 
but yet they have had more success because of the connections they've made through it. So it's not just, yes, you can post on social media. Yes, you can do the email marketing and all of those things do work. But like Steph said, this is just that additional competition that makes it a little different, more interactive. People get to know you more because you're hosting the event. They get to know you and your style and you get content to use in the future and you have great networking and more people that you can build a relationship off of, which again, in turn promotes you as well. Exactly. And I feel like it almost brings a lot of different marketing strategies into one. So yes. some, so many people they're like, well, I don't know how to market. I don't know how to get out there. This almost, it brings in a little bit of everything. It brings not just an event, but it does social media, marketing, content, everything that Chelsea said. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know what? You too. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm glad I asked that question because there's just so much passion of, of answering that question. <laughs> Do this besides the other ones. I'm telling you straight. <laughs> we get excited over it. And like know, again, we've talking. had and we've had people come to us where they've gone through some type of coaching problem that told them they had to, yeah. but then they were overwhelmed and like, I don't know what the benefit is. And then as soon as we meet with them, they get re-excited about all the possibilities. And it's just because we're excited about things that come from it, we feel like we can help others get that excitement again and launch whatever they want to launch. Yeah. I, I love it. See, and that's, I think that's the, the epitome of what this authority um, project is all about. It's just giving people a platform. I guess some people, some people just don't, don't, they don't have a platform. So they feel like it's just a hard struggle to even try to get anywhere, get anything going. So there's yeah. so much to think about. There's so yeah. much to do that nothing happens, but if they can just get a boost where they have a platform where they yeah. they have a network, they, they have a, a little bit of an audience, they have somewhere exactly. something to build on, to leverage on. Yeah. This is exactly. Awesome. So my last question, and mm-hmm. I, unless we have another question coming in here. Uh, let me see. Just, is there, there, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I I fully feel it there, Melon. So I ask this of all our guests here. If someone wants is seeing you for the first time or, or listening to you later on in the podcast, and they want to do what you do, they want to build an authority and they want to be an event planner just like you. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of take them through some of that guesswork of how to build build a platform like you, an authority platform? on doing and hosting a virtual event? Yeah. So, well, first of all, come to our website at csplanners.com. <laughs> and <laughs> we we provide a lot of resources on our website as well. So if you're starting from nothing, we sell basic kits with just basic information of what you need to get started. Um, we will also be launching a program that is coming up soon we'll be talking more about that in the near future where we will be walking people over the course of three months we're going to be giving people step-by-step instructions and walking through them through all this small details to get them to launch their own event on their own um and so basically even if you have no experience running an event we can help you we can help guide you to the next step. We offer some coaching support as well. So if you just need some ideas to bounce off of, 
Um, but overall, just just be excited for what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel like, yeah, so like just by running an event, some people, they have no idea what even their target market is or what they want to do or mm-hmm. how they want to make money from it. And this, I feel like by running an event, we've seen so many people figure all that out along yeah. the way. I feel like so many people are just afraid to just start just to take that first step into something. And I feel like just by running an event, it will build you. Uh, you'll build a following. You'll see the results and, you know, be able to define exactly what you want to do, what, how you want to make money. And you may not know all the questions. You may not know exactly what your target audience is or how you want to make money online. You may not know exactly all those little details, but you don't need to know necessarily and until... Like you'll find it all along the way. So I feel like just by starting taking that first step, I feel like that is the first step to building the life and everything that you want. Exactly. I love it. I love it. And um, there's no need to ask the last question with the show. Tell people where, how to connect with you further, <laughs> but we're already there. CSplanners.com. That's C as in cat, S as in Sam. Planners, the way it sounds.com. If you are listening. And, um, oh, this is great. I, I, I want to do this. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> it's fun. Want me to do this. Want yeah. me to do this. So it is in the works. Uh, and maybe I got the, the right people to work with here today. Definitely. So, awesome, awesome. And people are, are liking it. I put that last comment in there from Cindy. She said, what sharp women, young, young women leveraging their collective unconscious competence. <laughs> thank you, Cindy. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah, thank you, Cindy. Love it. Love it. So we're going to wrap up, wrap this up here today. I'm glad you stayed a little bit longer because I need to think of it is needed for people to really understand this and get, mm-hmm. get educated on this. Do you have any other words of wisdom before we get out of here um, for today? My last advice would just be just to go for it. Go after yep. your dreams. That would. You want something, go for it. Make yeah. it happen. Exactly. Awesome. And I'm going to plug my little Facebook group here. If you're listening here and want to, Build, um, build your authority and leverage leverage off of that, and learn how to really know what you do as a business. Check us out at the Authority Builders Academy um, on Facebook. Just search there, and we'll get you in there. We get weekly free trainings on that. And you are too. Are you know are the first guests after my initial leverage my initial live video to podcast. We just launched the podcast really last week. Nice. We're in celebration mode. We're in an eight-week thing where we're going to give out a prize. One one prize every every week for people who want to participate in this grand celebration. You guys are going to be obviously in, into that mix as well going forward Excellent. with the Authority Project now, a podcast, live stream video podcast. Well, so, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so Amazing. Ah, you guys were incredible. I'm, I'm glad you're glad you here. I'm glad you're, I, I love your passion and I, I, you. I love your niche. It's just, just, I think everybody should be able to contact you and really get to get, get to connect with you and really start going with this and building the authority platform via a virtual event. All right. And I am done. I'm so glad you're here that you came. I'm so glad everybody here who came in and listened and participated with their questions. And we are out. Right now, this is a wrap for the Authority Project.